<clears throat> Welcome to episode 93 of Dealing with Stupidity. How's everybody doing? I skipped last week. I had a few things to take care of, and I was lazy. Now, I said a couple of episodes ago, I'm not going to start talking. I'm not going to start using the virus as a topic of every episode, but there's something that's come up recently that I have to, I have to talk about. And it's for your own best interest. Since the virus lockdown has started, my wife and son have been staying somewhere else, basically taking a long vacation while I still have to go to work. And it basically, it's just a matter of time before I get the virus, I feel. Anyway, since I've been home, or uh, yeah, since I've been home by myself for a bit, I have not watched one second of the news on television at all zero if i want to check the weather i've got an app on my phone other than that fuck it i'm not paying attention to it so the family comes home the uh the other day to wash some clothes uh repack some food take some more water and all that basically reload we're going back to the lake and since she's been home, my wife and son, which I thought was going to last just a couple of days, has actually turned into a couple of weeks now for some unforeseen circumstances. The news has been on more in the last few days or the last week or so than it has been in the last month and a half or however long when she started her long vacation. And something I've noticed is that having the news on so much stresses me the fuck out. I deal with dumb shit every day, all day. The last thing I want to come home to is seeing fucking how stupid people are all over the fucking country and the planet. And, and what it boils down to is the absolute stupidity on the news and what people are complaining about is making my stomach hurt. I, hurt. <laughs> I mean, it's, it's literally giving me shit cramps. I got to take a shit every time I hear one of these momos fucking whining or complaining about having to stay home. I can't go to work. I can't do anything. Coronavirus is fake. And all this bullshit. I just want to slap the fucking shit out of somebody. <sighs> so the other day I got on Google... Just see where it's going with uh, the latest on the stats with the virus. Just to see what's going on, some of the latest news and everything. And holy shit, what I found was the pinnacle of ignorance as far as I'm concerned right now. Have you seen these fucking idiots out there protesting uh, at their capitals and their government buildings and all that? And just bitched about doing the coronavirus restrictions, comparing it to fascism, Nazism, and all these other fucking isms that they don't understand. It's 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 really sad how stupid people are. It's just plain stupid. The fact that people want things to go back to the way they were right now is just plain stupid. No other way to put it. Can you not understand we've got to let this shit calm down? What's my 
matter with you, boy? You're too stu- stupid. Now, it has calmed down in some of the more uh, populated states like Hawaii, New Jersey, and New York. And everyone is thinking, oh, it's slowing down. We can get back to normal. No, stupid. You can't. Or you shouldn't anytime soon. And that's my opinion. You know why the reason is for the decline in major cities? It's because of the stay-at-home orders and the social distancing restrictions and all that other bullshit that they've put on it. That's why. It's not just disappearing out of the blue. Jerk off! I mean, I think some people are actually thinking, well, it's just going away. Maybe. I don't know. I don't know how their fucking brain thinks. Now, stats don't lie. States like Nebraska that don't have any kind of stay-at-home order are showing the least amount of change and showing that it is on the decline. And it actually has shown a later spike in the number of cases. That's pretty simple to understand, isn't it? States that have adopted the stay-at-home order are showing the most progress, while states that don't have any order or waited too long to implement some kind of order are showing that it's still a shit show. So why is it all these momos are demonstrating and protesting all over the country whining about like it's some kind of punishment all over the country. People are protesting with their stupid ass signs saying crap. Like my freedom is essential. Live free or die. Truth, not fear in the lockdown. Stop the tyranny and, and all that bullshit. It's just fucking stupid. And they just got it all wrong. Wrong, sir. Wrong. They don't understand it. They don't even understand what they're talking about. And what's with some of these people at these protests carrying assault rifles and playing dress up like they are some broke ass looking military straight out of a low budget B rated fucking zombie movie. I'm not understanding that connection. I got my little Confederate flag mask on and I'm carrying my air 15 and God damn it. Uh, truth, not fair. Live free or die. I'm not understanding that connection. The assault rifles out in public. Uh, oh, good look. I I have right to bear arms and carry a sign that says, I need to go back, Bart. I don't know what the fuck they're talking about. I don't, know, I don't have a fucking clue. I'm out there with that. I don't know. I'll, I'll be the first one to tell you I don't have any idea what that's about. You're fucking with me. Now, I admit T and I were guilty of thinking it was some kind of overhyped flu. That was at the start before it went berserk and started killing people at a record pace. And we started to pay attention a little bit, and now we realize how how serious it is. But there's people that still think it's a fucking joke, that still think it's some kind of uh, conspiracy, or it's being overblown by the media. They just want Trump out of office. I don't, I don't know. I don't know how they connect it with Trump. But on the other hand, I do understand the complaints from the people that can't work and aren't getting paid during this time because their business is considered non-essential. 
Or, on the other hand, the people that had quit their jobs because they worked for some dipshit that didn't care about their safety and weren't taking the right precautions, which I myself came close to doing. I totally understand that 100%. Yes, if you're in that situation, you got bills to pay. You know who's, you know who's coming out on top on all of this shit? Who's not fucking helping anybody are the fucking banks. Those motherfuckers, they still want their fucking money. It's kind of a double-edged sword situation. Yes, I'm working. I'm getting paid. My income has not been affected yet. But at the same time, my chances of catching the virus is greater than someone that's staying at home and following the rules. Which kind of worries me. If I had the option, I'd rather be at home. I got more paranoid when I found out how long it stays on different surfaces that a lot of us deal with on a daily basis. The lifespan of COVID-19 varies, but check this out. Air, it can hang around in the air for up to three hours. Copper. It can hang out on copper for four hours. And how many people out there, how many numb nuts are still going into, you know, convenience stores and paying shit with cash, change, bums? I know bums are doing it. Cardboard, such as shipping boxes. It can last on a car, uh, on, a, on a box of cardboard for 24 hours. Aluminum, like soda, soda cans and tinfoil, two to eight hours. Wood, furniture, decking. Four days. Polypropylene plastics. This is the most common plastic that things are made from. Packaging like milk containers and detergent bottles, uh, subway and bus seats, backpacks, elevator buttons, car interiors, toys, and so on and so on. It can last up to three days. Stainless steel like doorknobs, refrigerator handles. Pots and pans, sinks, some water bottles, up to three days. Glass. Just your regular fucking glass. Drinking glasses. Windows. How many people go into a building and they push the fucking door? Well, I'm not going to touch the handle because that's where everybody's greasy mitts touch. I'm going to push on the glass. Well, there's fucking 8,000 more people that did the same fucking thing you just did. It can last up to five days on glass. Now, paper, the length of time varies. Some strains of the coronavirus live up to only a few minutes on paper, while others have been found to live up to five days. I touch paper all the fucking time. Mail at work. Bills. Invoices. Shit, I got to mail out envelopes. You know how paper works. <laughs> so, there's that, so there's that to look forward to every day I go to work. Or anybody else that has to go to work. No matter where you work, what industry or environment you work in, this is what average people still working with deal with on the daily Some of the very people complaining are most likely too stupid to take the necessary precautions every day to not spread the virus, and you want to go back to work. You people want to go back to work. Y'all are the very fucking ones 
It'll probably just finger fuck every box that comes into your office. All right, the people that kill me that want the restrictions lifted, that want everything to get back to normal, are the, are the fucking morons that just want to be able to go to Walmart to buy more shit they don't need or go out to their favorite restaurant or bar or go get their hair did. Fuck the virus. I'm getting bored at home. I want to go back to work. No, you don't, you lying sack of shit. You just want to complain about something because you're a pain in the ass or you've got mental problems. What kind of psychopath wants to go back to fucking work? You know, staying at home with nothing to do is what I look forward to in life. That's my retirement. That's my fucking jackpot. I don't have to go to work. I can sit at home and not leave my house. Fucking thank you, God. You people are fucking insane. Oh, we'll get back to work. You lying sack of shit. I don't get that. So anyway, that's enough about that. I just got to get that off my chest. You lying motherfucker. Oh, I just can't wait to get back to work. Get things back to normal. All right. I understand the paycheck, but nobody wants to go back to fucking work. I don't give a fuck what you do. Anyway, let's change gears. Let me cheer you up a little bit. Hey, and the Florida teen stung or was stung over 600 times after inserting his penis inside of a beehive. A Florida teenager is lying. Now, I'm going to back up a second. I searched Snopes. I don't know if this is for real or not. I came across the story. I didn't see it everywhere, but I found it fucking funny. A Florida teenager is lying or was lying in critical condition after he stung more than 600 times by bees. I'm not going to say his name. The boy, 14, who's allergic to bees, was taken to a hospital after suffering severe anaphylactic shock. Did I pull that off? Did I pronounce that right? Uh, Apparently, he got a stiffy and thought it was a great idea to go to Fucktown with the beehive that was up under his family, uh, the balcony of his home. Then a swarm of bees just decided to gank his pecker. (laughs) He went to fuck town on a fucking beehive. Get out of here. His dad commented. One of his friends told him that having sex was was like putting your penis inside a jar of warm honey. I guess there wasn't any honey around. He was kind of giggling, but was kind of concerned. He's going to be all right. He's got a few bee stings on his dick, balls, abdomen, face, neck, chest, head area. So this got me curious. For future reference, just in case I thought it was a good idea, here are some of the dumbest places guys have put their dicks. A Florida man back in 84, 94, sorry, I don't think the year matters. Decided to get it on with a hotel pool suction pump. He put his dick into it, which (laughs) resulted in an hour-long effort to pry his swollen junk out of the pipe and had to get the fire department in there to pull his shit out and later had to have treatment at a local hospital for serious bruising. Another dipshit, 50-year-old man, attempted to use a plastic bottle as a homemade fuck toy, 
which of course his dick got stuck in the bottle. But the dumbass waited four days to go to the hospital, during which time he suffered significant tissue necrosis, leading doctors to amputate his dick. Another half-wit from London, a guy, which, you know, that's how it works. Dudes have dicks. Managed to get his dick stuck in a toaster. He thought it looked like a robot vagina. (laughs) So he went ahead and said, I got to fuck that. Well, to get it out, the only thing he could think of was call the fire department. and They had to cut the thing off his cock. This one's great. A dwarf or midget. To you people that aren't concerned with the PC culture, who performed in a circus act at uh, some Edinburgh Fringe Festival, where he his act was he pulled a vacuum across the stage with his penis, and he managed to get it stuck in the suction pipe. I couldn't find any video of the act. What I don't, I guess, I don't know. I can't even presume to know what I'm, <laughs> what the fucking act consisted of. But a special attachment he used in the show had broken, so he decided to glue it back together. But he didn't allow enough time for the glue to set before performing his act. So he goes and does his thing, sticks his dick in there, and he glued his dick to the hose of the vacuum cleaner or the attachment or whatever. He's got a glued dick. You like how I describe this? Like I'm just painting the perfect fucking picture, right? So a 60-year-old Chinese man who liked to paint and decorate in the nude slipped and fell, getting his dong trapped in an old air conditioning pipe that was sticking out. Didn't say what was sticking out. I guess the wall, floor, whatever. I'm calling bullshit. You don't... (laughs) Your dick doesn't just accidentally fall into something that it just doesn't, you don't accidentally, your dick doesn't just fall accidentally into something and gets stuck. He tried to fuck a wall. That's what I'm saying. Thinking that nobody would believe his story, such as me, he lay there for two days until he became sick with a fever and called the doctor who in turn told him to contact the fire department. Well, after four hours or so of careful cutting, they managed to remove <laughs> remove his cock from said pipe. I just accidentally fell, and my rock-hard cock slid perfectly into this fucking pipe at a 28-degree angle that was sticking out of a wall. Horseshit. Another dude was trapped in a motel swimming pool. You guessed it. He wanted to take a late night swim with the boner when his penis somehow got sucked into the cleaning filter. (laughs) It took police and paramedics 40 minutes to free him from the fitting that his duck, his duck, his dick, somehow got sucked into. God damn. So there's another guy 
from Long Branch, New Jersey, that tried to fuck a vacuum cleaner. And he did a little damage. Embarrassed, he called 911, claiming he was stabbed in the crotch while he was asleep. What really happened is that there was a blade in the vacuum, the part he put his dick in, that pushes dust back into the bag or some shit like that. This poor guy ended up losing about a half inch of his dick to that slicing mechanism and had to have microsurgery performed to simply stop the bleeding. Half inch. All right, guys out there, just think of that half inch of your tip being chopped off. You stupid, ignorant son of a bitch, dumb bastard! All right, now this one sounds to me like a little bit of bullshit. I found a couple of the stories that covered it, but I didn't find anything saying that it didn't really happen. So there was a a mechanic that found a new way to get his rocks off by dropping his pants and lowering his ball bag onto an engine's drive belt while it's running. I say bullshit. Because anyone that knows anything about engines knows that you should should never stick anything near a working engine. But dumber things have happened. Anyway, he claimed to have successfully done it a few times, no problem. But this time his scrotum got caught between the pulley wheel and the belt, tearing his ball bag open and yanking out one of his nuts. Being too ashamed to go to the hospital. <laughs> yeah, I went high pitch there. Being too ashamed to go to the hospital and afraid that his coworkers would find out, he tried to walk it off by sl- <laughs> stapling his nutsack back together. Not being able to take it anymore, after three days, he threw in the towel and went to the hospital. With one nut. It's missing. It got flung across the shop. I don't know. Uh, Let's see. The other guy uh, reportedly stuck his dick into a uh, five and a half pound weight plate. Had to be cut off. A man in London decided that the slide on his. Okay. We already talked about that. The uh, robot pussy. Another guy put his, uh, another dumbass put his dick in a bottle, got it stuck. Then it caused, necro- <laughs> it caused necrosis of the dick as it would. Got it caught and the doctors had to cut his dick off completely. Why am I telling you guys all this? I don't know. Just a friendly reminder to stop putting your dick in the inanimate objects. I need to be reminded every now and then. I can't help it. All right. Before I wrap this up. uh, Let's see. Something I came across. I'm just going to go through this real quick. That I don't know how the fuck I came across it. Was. uh, Ended up on PETA's website. Uh, Let's see. I found a, a, a list of idioms. That they want to change. And, oh, fuck. I don't know how to describe it. You know what an idiom is. You guys are smart. Like, uh, for instance, it's harmful to say cry over spilt milk. 
helpful, say, cry over burnt toast. That kind of shit. <laughs> Harmful. Packed in like sardines. Helpful. Packed in like pickles. On a wild goose chase. Now, you guys know who the fuck Peter is. I, I hope I don't have to explain that. All right, harmful on a wild goose chase. Helpful, out chasing rainbows. This is what PETA is trying to convince people into saying instead of these uh, idioms that you've heard all your fucking life and nobody's ever had a problem with it, but now PETA does. Harmful, eat crow. Helpful, eat humble pie. Fuck off, PETA. Harmful, ants in your pants. Helpful, pepper in your pants. Harmful, walk on eggshells. Helpful, walk on broken glass. That ain't the same at all. Oh, this one's fucked. Harmful, kill two birds with one stone. Helpful, feed two birds with one scone. I ain't giving a goddamn scone to a fucking bird. Shit ain't cheap. Harmful, take the bull by the horns. Helpful is, take the flower by the thorns. Harmful, being the guinea pig. Helpful, be the test tube. Harmful, hold your horses. Helpful, hold the phone. Harmful, open a can of worms. Helpful, open Pandora's box, blah, blah, blah. All right, this is getting stupid. Harmful, bring home the bacon. Helpful. Bring home the bagels. <laughs> Harmful. Beat a dead horse. Helpful. Feed a fed horse. Now beat a dead horse. Then that doesn't even make the same sense. Beating a dead horse. Feeding a fed horse. More than one way to skin a cat. More than one way to peel a potato. Put all your eggs in one basket. Put all your berries in one bowl. All right, fuck you, Peter. I'm out of here. But you see what's going on in the world. What the fuck is that shit? So I'm going to leave you with this. I got a couple of uh, vague movie reviews for you guys. First one, Jumanji, The Next Level. It's the sequel to uh, Jumanji, Welcome to the Jungle. What the hell else would it be a sequel to? Uh, if you haven't seen it yet, it's not horrible. If you're in the mood for something silly, I suggest it. I suggest you suggest it. If you don't know who's in it, look it up or watch the trailer. I'm not gonna fucking tell you. It's okay. Give it a give it a whirl if you're bored. Uh, let's see. Let's see. I.O. It's a Netflix science fiction movie. Here's how Netflix describes it. As a young scientist searches for a way to save a dying Earth. She finds a connection with a man who's racing to catch the last shuttle off the planet. So I started watching it right around when she meets this dude. That's right. I mean, five minutes after that's right about the time I fell the fuck asleep from what I saw. It sucked. All right. It was boring. It was so fucking boring. I fell a fucking sleep. 15 minutes in dog shit sucks. Give it the boot. Rambo last blood. Now, this is the shit. This is what an action movie should be. None of that, I live my life 
quarter mile at a time bullshit. None of that CGI car racer shit. No superheroes, no robots turning into shit, no fucking aliens. This is a real deal action movie. Just killing bad guys. That's all you need. If you haven't seen any of the Rambo movies, then you are missing out on the best movies Hollywood has ever gifted to the American public. If you like violence, this is the shit. This time, though, uh, I'm not going to go into the deep plot that it has. All I'm going to say is he has a problem with some Mexican pieces of shit to force girls into prostitution. So right there, you're rooting for him to dismember some motherfuckers and blow some heads apart. Boom. Good shit. Watch it. My rating system sucks. I know. Thank you for listening to this episode of Dealing with Stupidity. Dealing with Stupidity. Shoot us an email if you have a question, suggestion, comment, complaint, or insult. You can email us at dwstupidity at gmail.com. Go to dealingwithstupidity.com and hit the contact page or at dwstupidity on Twitter. If you know someone that would like to hear or needs to hear this episode, please share it. Rate and review on iTunes and all that jazz. Or just give us a thumbs up. Shoot an email if you want to say, hey, man, Doug, that Doug, that episode, <coughs> stop your drinking. Thank you for listening. Hang in there. And if you're listening to this episode and you've gotten this far, then you're doing just fine. Thank you.